0: Hare Krishna. Jai Radha Madhava Kunj Vihari Radha Madhava Kunj Vihari Dhammadhava Kunja
1: Jashoda
0: nal dana Vrajajana ranjana Jashoda Janaran Jana Jasodanandanam, harivon
1: jayam vishnupad paramahamsa parvisgacharya stotri shrimad shila vai chandan ananda bhakti viranta sri raj shilapupaad ki jay ananda koti Vaishnava avrinda ki jay naam acharya shila lakhwara hridayas ki jay krishna chaitanya prohit nityanand shriya dvaitag radhar shiva saadi gaur bhakta vrinda ki jay Shri Shri Radha Krishna Gopu Gopinath, Sham Kunda Radha Kunda Giri Gavrathan Ki Jai, Vrindavan Tham Ki Jai, Navadip Mayapur Tham Ki Jai, Ganga Devi Ki Jai, Yamanamai Ki Jai, Bhakti Devi Ki Jai, Tulsi Rani Ki Jai, Samaveta Bhakta Ki Jai, Shri Hrinamasam Kirtan Ki Jai, Grantaraj Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai, Iskandiviti Samstapak Acharjashilipa Upad Ki Jai, Gaupremarandi, <clears throat> All glories to the Islamal Devotees. All glories to the Islamal Devotees. All glories to Sri Sri Guru and Gauranga Jay S the Prabhupada. Hare Krishna. Tonight, we will speak from Bhagavad Gita as it is. As compared to Bhagavad Gita as it isn't. And we are on the fourth chapter, which is entitled Transcendental Knowledge. Text number 11. I'm just going to say some invocation... For the sake of auspiciousness, some prayers to our great predecessors. Oma Jnana Timaranta Syajnana Chakshuran Militam Yenatas May Shri Gurvenamah Shri Chaitanya Manobhishtam Stapitam
0: Putale Swayam Rupakadamahyam Dadati Swapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Ho Shri Yudhapadakamalam Shri Guru vaishnavam Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahaganara Gunatam Vitamtham Sajeevam Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahaganala Litaa Sri Vishakhan Vitamshcha He Krishna Kurna Sindho Dinabhantho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanth Radha Kanthan Homostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vrishabhanusute Devi
1: Pranamami Harepriye Vāñca-kalpata-rubhyaśca Kripā-sindhu-bhyayvacca patita
0: nam pyo vaisnavibhyo namo namaha. Jaya Śrī Kṛṣṇa Chaitanya Prabhu Nityānanda Śrīya-dvaita-gadādhar Śrīvāsādi-gaun-bhakta-vṛnda Hare Kṛṣṇa, Hare Kṛṣṇa, 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 Hare 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 Rāma, Hare Rāma, Rāma,
1: Rāma, Hare, Hare. Bhagavad Gītā. Bhagavad Gītā, chapter 4, text number 11. I'll just recite the Sanskrit and then the translation, and there's a sh- short purport. Yēyatā <laughs> prapadyante translation As they all surrender unto me I reward them accordingly. Everyone follows my path in all respects, O son of Pritha. Please repeat, as they surrender unto me, I reward them accordingly. Everyone follows my path. in all respects, O Sanaprita, purport by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai, everyone is searching for Krishna in the different aspects of His manifestations. Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, is partially realized in His impersonal Brahma effulgence, and as the all-pervading Supersoul, dwelling within everything including the particles of atoms but krishna is fully realized only in his pure only by his pure devotees consequently krishna is the object of everyone's realization and thus anyone and everyone is satisfied according to one's desire to have him in the transcendental world also krishna reciprocates with his pure devotees in the transcendental attitude, just as the devotee wants him. One devotee may want Krishna as Supreme Master, another as his personal friend, another as his son, and still another as his lover. Krishna rewards all the devotees equally according to their different intensities of love for him. In the material world, the same reciprocations of feelings are there and they are equally exchanged by the Lord with the different types of worshipers. The pure devotees, both here and in the transcendental abode, associate with him in person and are able to render personal service to the Lord and thus derive transcendental bliss in his loving service. As for those who are impersonalists and who want to commit spiritual suicide, by annihilating the individual existence of the living entity, Krishna helps also by absorbing them into his effulgence. Such impersonalists do not agree to accept the eternal blissful personality of Godhead. Consequently, they cannot relish the bliss of transcendental personal service to the Lord, having extinguished their individuality. Some of them, who are not firmly situated even in the impersonal existence, return to this material field to exhibit their dormant desires for activity. They are not admitted into the spiritual planets, but they are again given a chance to act on the material planets. For those who are fructive workers, the Lord awards the desired result of their prescribed duties as the Yagneshwara. And those who are yogis seeking mystic powers are awarded such powers. In other words, everyone is dependent for success upon his mercy alone. And all kinds of spiritual processes are but different degrees of success on the same path. Unless, therefore, one comes to the highest perfection of Krishna consciousness, all attempts remain imperfect. As stated in the Srimad Bhagavatam, 2.3.10. Akama Moksha Udaradhi Bhakti Yogena Yajeta Purusham Param. That means, <clears throat> whether one is without desire, the condition of the devotees, or is desirous of all fruitive results, or is after liberation, one should with all efforts try to worship the Supreme Personality of Godhead for complete perfection, culminating in Krishna consciousness. This is a very famous verse of the Bhagavad Gita. On the face of it, it can be easily misconstrued. <clears throat> After all, Krishna says, mamavartmanu vartante manushyaha partha parthasarvasaha Everybody, All humans, they all follow my path. That is not to say that everyone is perfect in following some path that Krishna has given. It's not that all paths lead to Rome, so to speak. It's not that if you... Well, Krishna says himself, actually, in chapter 9, text 25. Anybody know that verse? Yanti. Yes, and the meaning is, those who worship the demigods will take birth among the demigods. Those who worship the ancestors go to the ancestors. Those who worship ghosts and spirits will take birth among such beings. And those who worship me will live with me. So when Krishna says, everyone follows my path, it doesn't mean that all paths are Krishna's path, directly. It means that all paths belong to Krishna. In the sense of, ishava simedam sarvam ityadi. The the Isha Upanishad tells us, everything comes from God, everything belongs to God. This is the point. So, the path of Krishna consciousness is the path of complete perfection in that it accommodates complete eternity, complete knowledge, and complete bliss. Any other alternative to Krishna consciousness will also involve some degree of those things, but in limited amount. If if Prabhupada goes to the list, there are basically three or four options here he gives. If we are impersonalists, that is to say we have seen the falsity of material existence, and we appreciate that we have some eternal eternal identity, but we choose not to engage in a devotional way with that identity, then we stay in some impersonal spiritual realization of some sort. The problem with that artificial stasis is that we can't satisfy our desires for activity, for variegatedness. Or what to speak of society, friendship, and love. And everybody wants these things, actually. So impersonalism is not really very satisfying, and as Prabhupada indicates here, those who are not very fixed in that line, they also fall from that position. And what do they do? They open up hospitals, or eye camps, or they feed, they do some mundane welfare work. Because they're not satisfied with having no engagement. The yogis who are seeking perfection, they try to develop some discipline that allows them to get special powers that nobody else has. That way they can lord it over others. There are such powers. They do exist. If you are determined and you are disciplined in the practice of yoga, you can actually control another person. Wouldn't we like to do that sometimes? We would like to control many persons, in fact. We're all potential megalomaniacs. So the yoga process will allow us to do that sort of thing, but we have to die. And then what? What happens? Then you have to pay your bills. We all run up a karmic system. There's a karmic system of debits and credits. <laughs> and at the time of death, and Yamaraj or one of his agents most likely will tap you on the shoulder and say, excuse me, sir, we need to discuss your account. So to be, to be an impersonalist is not really satisfying because there's no variety there and there's no personality there. And we are persons. Raise your hand if you're not a person. Yeah, I thought so. Looks like we're all persons here. So what's the other option? The other option is that we can just stay where we are. We can remain in material existence, and we can enjoy sense gratification again and again and again and again. But in order to do that, what four things do we have to tolerate? Birth, death, old age, disease. Old age you may not have to tolerate, because you can be killed before you get there. But everybody has to undergo birth, death, and disease. This is a fact. That is the flaw of remaining in the material world. So it almost seems like this whole system is planned obsolescence. <laughs> it almost seems as if somebody's trying to frustrate us at every step. Who might that be? <laughs> so, therefore, Chaitanya Charitamrita, Krishna Das Kaviraj Goswami, Although he was a great scholar of Sanskrit, he wrote in simple language, Bengali language, that any Bengali can understand. What does it mean? That the person who is after sense gratification, gross materialistic kind of enjoyment in this world, he's not peaceful until he gets what he wants, and even then he's not peaceful because he's going to lose it eventually, or it it doesn't satisfy him, or he never gets it, (laughs) so he remains agitated. The yogi gets what he wants, maybe in the form of some mystic power, but again, it's the same thing. The jnani who wants mukti, he's okay as long as he's liberated, but because there's no variety there, he seeks after something else. He's not satisfied. So he has to come back again. Everybody is actually without peace. Everyone is impelled by some agitation for something. But the Krishna Bhakta is Nishkama, a Therefore he's peaceful. Now how does that work actually? The Krishna Bhakta, he has full variegatedness. Krishna consciousness is full of variety. You know this. You come every Sunday. And... The devotee is he's getting emotional fulfillment. He realizes, yes, I'm a person, I have some value, and I have someone who loves me also. This is Krishna. We all seek this. And that devotee is in full knowledge as well, because his variety, his emotional and even sensual fulfillment, it's not of the type that he has to come back again and take birth again in this material world. Because Krishna says, we just quoted the verse, what did he say? Yanti mad yajin pimam. My persons who worship me, they come to me. So, when Krishna says that everyone follows my path in all respects, we should understand very clearly. If you're going to worship the devas, you go there. That's in the material world still. And everything is temporary there. We find, even in the among the so-called, we call them demigods, devatas, they, they have problems also. Anybody know about Indra? <laughs> Indra has all kinds of problems actually, even though he's the king of heaven, Svargaloka. So many problems, he gets into so much trouble. And every demigod is also fearing for his position like that, because they're really not any different than us. It's, you know, it's like the difference between, let's say, you know, East, East Dallas and Plano. <laughs> Some people think that they're happy in Plano, but those of you who live in Plano, you know, we're not happy either. We've just got a better standard than they do in in maybe Oak Cliff. (laughs) So, in this way, this material world is so created. So somebody who wants to ignore Krishna has one result. Somebody who wants to get something from Krishna gets another result. Somebody who wants to escape Krishna or to escape his own karma, that person gets a third result. And someone who only wants to please Krishna, he gets a transcendental result. This is the point. So when Krishna says everyone follows my path in all respects, that's what he means. It's not that every path is equal. It's not the same thing to live in Plano and to to live in Garland or some other place. They're different. Variety is, is, is eternal and real. And so is Krishna's personality. So what is it we're sort of getting at then? What does he mean when he says, uh-huh. <clears throat> I share. Bhajami actually also means to share. The tattoo of this verb in Sanskrit is Bhaj. Bhaj means to distribute. It also means to share. It means to participate in something. It also means to worship. We generally say bhajan means to worship. Bhakti is also from the same root, the process of serving Krishna with love. So this is the point. As we approach Krishna, he will reciprocate commensurately. This is the point. If you approach Krishna as a non-person, then Krishna will reciprocate as a non-person. And you will not realize His personal existence. You will not realize Bhagavan. What will you realize instead? Brahman. Brahman means the impersonal, all-pervading spirit, which is beyond duality. That's not necessarily the most satisfying relationship, although it is real and spiritual and eternal. So, if you approach Krishna, Srila Prabhupada also says, as Paramatma, the indwelling witness, antaryami, within all of our hearts, then that is... Also, that is one option. We can appreciate God on that level and he will, he will reveal Himself to us to that degree. If we worship only the impersonal spirit, then we understand that God is eternal and so am I. We are of the same nature. If we instead focus our meditation on Paramatma, indwelling witness within the heart, then we understand, I have a friend inside. He will give me all the intelligence I require he's witnessing everything he's permitting everything we we can understand that much it's a little bit more personal but not so much on the other hand if we approach god as a person and try to please him through love then he reciprocates in love think facebook <laughs> if you get a friend request you don't have to agree to that friend request you can push the button that says later you see This is reciprocation. But if someone, if you know someone, and that person recommends, oh, this is a very nice person, then you can accept that person as your friend. And so Bhakti works on the same principle. If we approach the devotee of Krishna and get the grace of one of Krishna's devotees, then on that person's sponsorship or recommendation, if you will, then we can actually attract Krishna's attention. But be careful what you do about this. Once you have Krishna's attention, you have to be very careful. It's kind of like if you get Donald Trump's attention. You have to be very careful. (laughs) Because anything can happen. (laughs) He can send you to prison for taking a photograph of a letter, for example. So, anyway... This is the the basic principle of bhakti. And Śrīla Prabhupāda extends it beyond the realm of bhakti because it actually is an absolute principle. If you don't want to be a devotee of Krishna, that's fine. But it's understood that He's going to reciprocate with you in some other way. There's a story about one devotee. He was not a pure devotee. He was a mixed devotee. His devotion was mixed with jñāna. He had too much respect for knowledge, impersonal knowledge. So he had an ashram in the Himalayas, and they were worshipping the deity in this ashram. So one night, uh, he was taking rest. His guru was Bengali. And one night when he was taking rest, he heard a child's voice saying, Dada. So he was shocked. He woke up in his sleep. What is this? Dada in Bengali means older brother. And he thought, no, I'm just, it's my imagination. So he tried to go back to sleep again. Dada. And he hears, what is going on? He got up, he, he went to see where is this voice coming from. There's some child in the ashram. So he went over towards the temple and he saw that this voice is coming from the altar of the temple. Oh my god. What to do? And then he heard, Dada means, I'm feeling cold. So he took a shower, he went on the altar, and he saw the deity is lying in the bed at night. When we worship the deity, we put him to bed at night. This is love. But the pujari who put the deity to bed at night, he he didn't have, he wasn't thinking, and he left the window open, and he didn't give the deity a blanket. So the deity is crying that I'm cold. And he called this devotee, he called him his elder brother. That means, from his point of view, he wanted to have that kind of relationship with this devotee. But because the devotee was something of an impersonalist, he was shocked. He said, you mean, you mean you feel cold also, like us? And then the deity didn't say anything. The deity didn't answer his question. Instead, what did he see? He saw a small tear running down the face of the deity. Krishna's feelings were hurt. He took some of his old cloth and he wiped the tear away from the deity and he kept that in a, in a kavach around his neck for the rest of his life because he he was given mercy by Krishna. Krishna brought him to this realization that, you know, I'm not just this impersonal God. I'm actually You can have a loving relationship with me. He was awakened to that reality in this very startling way. So, if we want to treat Krishna as an impersonal light upon which we meditate, then he's ready to do that, if we insist. But as far as he's concerned, he wants to give us Krishna consciousness. He wants to give us love of Godhead. And 500 years ago, he came in a very special form as a bhaktavatar, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the Lord Himself, but in the form of a devotee, preaching the chanting of his own holy names. Krishna Varnam Sangopanga, Yagne Yajantihi Hasaha. Although he is Krishna himself, but he's not blackish, he's golden complexion. And what is he doing? He's performing this congregational chanting of the holy names. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Rama, Hare Hare. And surrounded by all of his associates, they're presenting this process to the whole world. Because by chanting this Harinama, Mahamantra, our hearts can become purified such that we can see beyond the immediate utility of using God as an order supplier We can see beyond the mere satisfaction, or I don't want to say satisfaction, I mean respite, relief, of seeing God as the source of all of our own peace. We can see that there is actually an eternal reality that we are hankering after for in all the wrong places. Love, real love, eternal love. And we can, through this chanting of the Hare Krishna Mahamantra, we can awaken that love. This is the purpose of the Krishna consciousness movement. And this is the purpose for which Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to this world. This is the purpose for which Krishna speaks this verse. Is he instructing Arjun? Does Arjun really need to hear this? It said that the mother-in-law teaches the daughter-in-law by teaching whom? The daughter. <laughs> And so, in the same way, Krishna is instructing all of us by telling this to Arjuna. 5,000 years later, we're discussing this tonight in Dallas, Texas in 2019. As you worship me, Krishna says, I will reciprocate commensurately. There's a very nice verse from the, the author is Ramanuja, and the verse is quoted in Rupa Goswami's Pajavali, with regard to offering bhoga to the deity in the temple, or at home. Either way, we can offer Krishna something to eat. So he says, Dvijastrinam bhakte mrdunit vidurane vrajagavam daddhikshire sakyo sputacipita mushto murarpo yashodaya
0: stanye
1: my dear Lord, please accept my offering. Even though it's insufficient, I'm offering this in love. Please accept this the same way that you took the offerings that were given to you by the Yagnik Brahmanas' wives and the offerings that were given to you by your friend vidura and the offerings that were given to you by the milk that was given to you by the cows of vrindavan and the breast milk given to you by your mother yashoda and the sweets given to you, to you by the young girls of vrindavan the gopis please this and the and the and the chipped rice that was given to you by your friend sudama all these devotees who gave you offerings in love You enjoyed that love very much. It's not that Krishna has to eat. He doesn't, He's not requiring any chipped rice or any milk or anything. But He wants love. He eats that love. So if we offer with love, then it's described. It means that to the extent that devotee whose own heart has melted in love for Krishna, to the extent that he wants Krishna to eat, to that extent Krishna becomes very hungry. It's not that you just have to put something in some plate in front of Takurji and say some static prayers and you're paying attention to what's, you know, what's going on at work (laughs) or something else. No. If you offer with Krishna, Krishna with love, then he's very eager to eat with love. And if you just offer something and don't really care, then he's not so interested also. He's got other things to do. We've already mentioned several devotees offering so many things. They're more attractive to him than we are. But if we want him to eat so much, and we beg him to please eat, it, take this offering, then he, he becomes very hungry. Yes, yes, I want. So, devotee has this attitude. <laughs> Please accept this offering that I've given you. What kind of things do we offer to Krishna? Patram, pushpam, palam, jalam. Toyam, he says actually, one of the verses here in Bhagavad Gita. Same thing. Some vegetarian things, fruits, sweets, milk products, water like this. Sattvic diet. It's not that you can stop off at McDonald's on the way home from the Sunday feast and pick up something to, to give Krishna at home. It doesn't work like that. He's not really interested in that. <laughs> so, <clears throat> Krishna is ready. Pajami. What does Pajami mean? Also, we said three, three definitions. Standard definition, Paja. What does it mean? Pajan. Worship. Krishna says, I'm ready to worship you. <laughs> if you're ready to worship me. Have we seen this happen before? Yes. Krishna worships his own devotee. Where does Krishna worship his own devotee? We mentioned already one of them, Sudama Kuchela, no? When he was in Dwaraka, Krishna actually instructed Rukmini and the other queens, the to wash his feet, offer him Aditi, the Brahmin. Krishna's worshipping his own devotee. Krishna comes with the shoes of Nanda Maharaj on his head. He's ready to do this. the Bhajami. Because they love me. If you love Krishna, this is one devotee I was speaking to. So, param-vijaya, we say. What does param-vijaya mean? Supreme. You conquer supremely. If you take param as an adverb, it means you can conquer supremely. (laughs) If you take it as a noun, please conquer the supreme. (laughs) You can do this. You can actually conquer Krishna. Krishna is ajita. But he can be conquered. How? Only by love. Unconquerable Supreme Lord, but He can become conquered by love. Whose love? Srimati Radharani's love. There's a nice verse from Madhva Charja in his Dwārśa Stotram. He says, Srishti sthiti pralayasargamah vibhute vritti prakāśaniam avrata bandha mokṣaha yasyā apangalava matrata sa śrīr Yet kartaksha balavati ajitam natosmi. What does it mean? I offer my respectful obeisances unto ajita, the unconquerable supreme lord. Because a mere sidelong glance of his consort Lakshmi is enough to affect the creation of all the worlds, their maintenance, their ultimate destruction. Srishti stiti pralaya. Sarga, secondary creation also. Mahavibhuti, the great wonders that characterize this world and infatuate all of us, Vritti, all of your occupations, Prakasha, your illumination, Niyama, your discipline, Avritti, whatever when we get covered over, she's also in charge of that. Banta, Moksha, your bondage, your liberation, all of it comes from her sidelong glance only. Lakshmi, but he's not conquered by Lakshmi even. But Lakshmi Devi, why Jayashri. Jayashri Krishna, we say. What does Jayashri mean? That form of Shri which actually does conquer him. What form of Shri is that? Shri Mati Radharani. Lakshmi Devi herself comes to Vrindavan and she executes penances across the Yamuna from Vrindavan in a place called Bilavavan. The temple is still there. Lakshmi was very ardently performing penance with the desire that I can also get into the Raslila and see my husband in this very intimate form. And yet she could not enter. She, Lakshmi, the Lord's own wife, she could not enter the Raslila. But we know very much that Radharani is not only entering the Raslila, she's central to the la- Raslila. Without Srimati Radharani, there's no Raslila. You see? Therefore, Srimati Radharani is called Jayashri, that form of Lakshmi who conquers. So who does she conquer? Ajita, the unconquerable Supreme Lord. When she gives you some mercy, then you can also conquer. To the extent that she gives you mercy, through her representatives, you can also conquer that Supreme. Param, Param parambrahma. What's another example? When Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was in, prayag, Prayagraj now. No no more Allahabad, now it's Prayagraj again. Yeah, they changed it. So <clears throat> he visited Charja and one they were discussing Krishna. So one <clears throat> bhakta Brahmana came. What is Tyr Bhukta? Anybody know? Anyone here from Bihar? Mithila. Famous seat of learning in the old days. His name was so he came, and as soon as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu saw this poet from Mithila, he said, please tell us something about Krishna. And what did the poet say? On the spot, he recited this verse. Means, some people are very strictly following the Shrutis only. Like Arya Samaj. They don't want to talk anything Puranas. They only want four Vedas. Some people are very strictly following the Smriti regulations. Those people are called Smarthas. And others are worshipping Mahabharata because they're afraid of material existence. They don't want to come back again. He said, that's okay. Let them do as they like. But as far as I'm concerned, I only worship Nanda Maharaj. Why? Because in Danda Maharaj's courtyard is crawling the supreme Brahman, Param Yes, the Param Brahma. This is Param, Param Brahma, Param Dhamma, Pavitram, Inamuttamam, as Krishna, as Arjuna says in Bhagavad Gita. So that supreme you can conquer through the love of Srimati Radharani if she shares it with you by her grace. So bhakti, when we want to serve Krishna, it's understood. He he was going to reciprocate with us according to the intensity of of our desire. If we really want him, there's a secret. You have to understand his weak spot. He does have a weak spot. (laughs) The weak spot is that he wants the love that only you have. Every one of us is a person, remember? We're talking personality. Every one of us is a unique person. We all have a unique, loving tendency that only we can give to him. And he wants that only, because he won't get that from anyone else, only from each of us, as individuals. But that thing has to be activated also. Therefore, the principle is, yasya Prasadan Bhagavat Prasado, yasya Prasadan Nagati Kutopi. The one has to approach Krishna and gain Krishna's grace through his representative. His first representative is, is, is either Balaram or Srimati Radharani, and then they have their representatives as well. And then one of those representatives, namely the spiritual master, bona fide guru. If we get his mercy, then we can get Krishna's mercy. To the extent that we get his mercy, to that extent we get Krishna's mercy. This is the understanding. vartante manushyaha partha saravashaha As all surrender unto me, I reward them accordingly. Everyone follows my path in all respects, O pratap I'll stop here, but if anybody has any questions, we can discuss it. How long does this class go on? <clears throat> okay. Anyone have any questions or any comments on any of this? Yes.
0: Radha Krishna Prabhuji, thank you for the Lovely Gita, So I have a question. When you mention, like, um,
2: we have to get Krishna's attention, but be careful when you get his attention. Why?
1: Yes. Well, it's like this. If you get into the office of Donald Trump, you have to be very careful how you act once you're there. And similarly, because he has great power, no? If you somehow, if you offend him, then it's even worse than if you had never gone there, isn't it? So in the same way, when we approach Krishna, and how did we say we approach Krishna in this day and age? What is the special process? Through bhakti. Through chanting, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Krishna Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. We have to be careful, because Krishna in the form of his name is the one who is going to accept our worship. And if we commit offenses to Krishna in that form, then it may be difficult we will get some benefit always. Any, any contact with Krishna is different than President Trump. <laughs> but uh, it, it may take us longer time. This is the point. Is that okay? Yeah. Thank you. That's called nama There are ten of them mentioned in the Padma Purana, possible offenses that we commit. Uh, the, yeah, anyway, there are so many of them. Okay.
2: Anything else? Thank you, Mukundadhat Prabhu. Actually, this verse I was trying to, I was meditating on the contrast between, uh what was it, Tata, Yata, Mat, Tata, Pat, is <coughs> completely rejected by Śrīla Prabhupāda, and then Mana yeah, mamavart, manavart,
1: Well, I've tried to demonstrate that it's rejected by Krishna as well. Yeah, yeah. I quoted the verse that demonstrates that. This is the point, we always have to stay close to the Shastra, otherwise people begin to think in sectarian terms. Yeah. We're, 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 our evidence is coming straight from Krishna. Okay. That's why we call it Bhagavad Gita as it is. Hindi meosko Bhagavad Gita yatharup na, anyatharup nahi. Is this okay? Okay, so we have ten minutes, is that right? Yes. Alright, so he says to do some more kirtan. Is that, everyone agree with that? Nobody's got any questions? Okay. Thank you very much. All glory to Srila Prabhupada.
0: Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare Hare Krishna, Krishna. Hare, Hare Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare, Hare Hare Rama Hare Ramo 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 Hare 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 Krishna Krishna, Hare Krishna you